You're listening to Leading and Learning. This is the place where we talk about practical leadership, theology, fitness, how to create winning habits, and so much more. My name is David Spell, and I'm a retired police officer, a pastor, a New Testament scholar, and a leadership coach. My goal on leading and learning is to help you live your best life. Thanks so much for joining us today. Welcome to episode number 123 of Leading and Learning. The title of today's show is Leading Ourselves. You know, so many people in their jobs, in their careers, want to be in a leadership role. They want to get promoted to manager or supervisor. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. But we've all seen the people who got promoted beyond their ability and ended up crashing and burning. You know, one of the keys to being a great leader and learning to lead effectively is, first of all, learning how to lead me. I can't really lead others if I can't lead me. And we've all seen those leaders, we've all seen those bosses, supervisors, managers, who who got promoted beyond their ability, they weren't ready, they crashed and burned, and it was ugly. Now, that's not to say that we, we there's not a learning curve when we get promoted. Of course there's a learning curve. Of course there's going to be new things we have to learn, especially when it involves other people and leading and managing well. But some people are prepared and some people aren't. Some people handle that learning curve much, much better, and that's what we're going to talk about. I'm going to give you five important thoughts on leading yourself. But before we do that, I want to let you know that this episode of Leading and Learning is brought to you by my book, New Testament Snapshots. New Testament Snapshots is portraits of 12 of the lesser-known people in the New Testament. You know, a few years ago, Annie and I were packing up to go to Brazil, and <clears throat> as we were packing our house up, I found this box that I hadn't seen in a while. It was kind of buried in the closet. And it was full of pictures. It had some photo albums in it, some other stuff. And it was, you know, from almost 30 years, 40 years. And there were pictures of our kids when they were little. There were pictures of when they were born. There were pictures of my parents when they were younger and playing with their grandkids. And, you know, it was an amazing thing to find because I realized every story, every picture told a story. And, you know, when we read the Bible... We, we can actually kind of think that way, too, because when you read about somebody, you get a little picture, you get a snapshot, and it tells a story. And so New Testament snapshots, we take 12 of the people of the New Testament who you haven't heard as much about, and we dig into their life and see what you can find. And I think you'll be surprised and really enjoy the results. So check out New Testament snapshots. Well, now, on to leading ourselves. Number one, how are you at setting goals? You know, one of the things about leading other people is helping them set goals for their career. I mean, if you're leading a group, a sales team, 
setting goals is very important. <clears throat> but how are you at setting goals for yourself? You know, when we talk about leading ourselves, setting goals, you know, throughout our throughout the calendar year is very important. We all should have goals that we set in every area of our life, you know, every year. This shouldn't be something we do occasionally. We all should have goals that we're working towards, and we all should be professional goal setters. And if you're going to be a manager, if you're going to be a supervisor, you need to know how to set goals for yourself so that you can teach others how to set goals for themselves as well. Time management. How well do you manage your time? I mean, if you're going to be leading other people, you know, it's going to be important that they manage their time. But if you're one of those people that's five or ten minutes late to every meeting, if you're one of those people that doesn't manage their time well, if you're one of those people that doesn't meet deadlines well, then, you know, what's it going to be like when you're leading other people? Because, you know, you're expecting your team to be at work on time, but what about you? And just because you get promoted doesn't mean that's going to change anything. If you struggle with your time management now, this is the time to work on it. This is the time to develop that skill. This is the time, excuse me, to plan on being a few minutes early to every meeting. This is the time when you, you work to make sure that you meet the deadlines that you need to meet. So learn how to manage your time. Number three. What about integrity? How important is integrity in a leader? Well, I would argue that it's extremely important because if you don't have a leader, a boss that you can trust, how is that going to make you feel? You know, if people trust you as a leader, if they know that you're a person of integrity, if they know that you're a person who cares about them, it's going to be much easier for you to ask things of them. They're gonna they're gonna be much more willing to say yes and much more willing to to uh, to to do the things that need to be done. But if you're a person who who twists the truth, if you're a person who's not honest, if you're a person who withholds information from people, if you're a person who just doesn't have integrity, now's the time to work on it. Good character creates good leaders. If your character is poor now, it's not going to change when you get promoted. Now's the time to work on it. Now's the time to become the kind of person that people can trust, that people can respect, and that people um, are willing to work for. Because let's face it, a, a, a boss that has poor integrity, they'll do what they have to do. But that's all. You're not going to get anything extra from them. And if you want your team to really put out, then you've got to be willing to put out for them too. And what does this look like? Well, another way that we could phrase this is, you know, obviously we mentioned, you know, telling the truth. I mean, that's important. Um, Nobody wants to work for a boss that doesn't lie. Um, You know, your, your moods are under control. Nobody wants to work for the boss that's, you know, up one day and all happy and comes, you know, next day he comes in and he's moody and depressed. You know, you've got your moods under control. You care for your people. Um, getting to know them. Getting to know a little bit about them. I mean, if you don't know the, 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 a little bit of the story of your team, then something's wrong. 
And if you can't start doing that now, it's not going to just happen because you get promoted. So begin now developing integrity, being truthful, not being a gossip, um, being a person who cares about those around them. These are important facets of integrity and character. And so, again, vitally, vitally important if you want to be a good leader but you've got to have them in in, in your life now. I mean, if you're taking shortcuts now on your expense report, if you're falsifying things, if you're not being truthful on on, on the the documentation that you have to turn in, how can you expect your people, when they're working for you, to be any different? So we've we've got to live the behavior that we want to see. So integrity. Number four. Be a good follower. Be a good follower. Are you a good employee? Do you respect your boss? Do you speak well of them even when they're not around? Or do you gossip about them? When they're not around, do you talk poorly of them? Do you put them down? Do you point out mistakes that they make? Do you belittle them um, to to your, your co-workers? Uh, do you question them about every little thing? Do you argue with them? Listen, if you're not a good follower, how are you ever going to be a good leader? And it doesn't matter how bad your boss is. They may be terrible. But if you want to have people follow you and respect you, you've got to have that respect for others. It's about honoring. In the military, they talk about uh, honoring the position, not necessarily the man. And we respect the position that our boss holds. And we respect them by showing them honor, by um, you know, trying to do what we can to help them, by, by going to them and saying, hey, listen, what can I do to help you? Because if we model that behavior, we're also going to see that behavior modeled to us. People are going to want to do that for us when we're in a position of authority. But again, we're talking about leading ourselves. So If you want to be a leader one day, if you want to be a good leader one day, you've got to be a good follower now. So just to recap, we've done four. We've talked about the importance of goal setting. We've talked about the importance of good time management. We've talked about integrity. And we've talked about how important it is to be a good follower. And then number five. And this kind of ties everything together, really. If you want to be a good leader, you've got to practice self-control. We've all, again, we've all got the horror stories of that boss who couldn't control their emotions, who couldn't control their words, who couldn't control their actions, and they had no self-control. Well, listen, if you struggle with that now, it's so important that you get a handle on it before you get promoted, because it's only going to magnify when you get more authority, when you get more responsibility, when you're responsible for a group of people. Practicing self-control. How many people have you seen in your career that have sabotaged their career by the way they acted, by a lack of self-control, by saying the wrong thing, by doing the wrong thing? by not being able to control their anger or impatience or or whatever it might be. They couldn't control their emotions. And if you're a person who who struggles with this, if if you're an emotional person and you you, you have trouble um, controlling what you say, now's the time to work on it. 
Again, you can't effectively lead others until you can effectively lead yourself. And practicing self-control is such a vital workplace skill. I mean, it's a life skill. It's a life skill, having self-control over what I say, over my emotions, over the things that I do. And if I want to be a good leader, if I want to be an effective leader, if I want to be that, that, that next manager, that next supervisor, the next person that gets that promotion, then I've got to practice self-control now, biting my tongue, learning to control my emotions and put those things aside, and learning to be a person who is moderate in their behavior. So, bottom line is, we should never expect to be given authority over other people if we can't lead ourselves well. And these would be things that if you're actively looking for promotion, talk to your boss about. Say, listen, hey, what can I do to improve myself and improve my chances for getting promoted? And listen to what they say. I'm sure they'll probably give you some technical things, maybe some skills you need to pick up, some other things. But they may actually mention a few of these as well. And if they do, you'd be very smart to listen and to begin to implement these things as you seek to go higher in your career. Well, now it's your turn. I'd love to hear from you. What are some other ways that you can lead yourself? What are some other things that you can do to um, work with yourself and and some skills that you can develop that will help you go to the next level? I'd love to hear from you. Go to davidspell.com. Leave me a question or comment in the comment section for today's post. And while you're there, make sure you sign up to get my free newsletter. I send out three blog posts a week, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And by subscribing, you won't miss a single issue. And subscribers also get my subscribers-only newsletter that I send out once a month. It's full of uh, fascinating uh, information about what's going on with Annie and I as we continue to... um, work with other churches and work within our church here in Atlanta and, and internationally. Also, there's uh, there's always some extra leadership tips, and you're the first to know of every new project that I'm involved in. So davidspell.com, sign up. I'd love to stay in touch with you. Well, friends, thanks so much for being with, with me today. Um, I hope this has been helpful to you. And until next time, this is David Spell encouraging you to pursue your passion.